don't think Dan has his headphones on. You don't so have yours on either. He I don't can't even know hear what's going on. No one's saying. I can one, hear what you're saying. But no one has my headphones. You have headphones. I on. have headphones. So you can hear what I'm saying. I can hear you, but, but I Dan can't, can't hear what you're saying. Dan can't hear nothing. No, I can't. No. Dan's dead. Rolling. Welcome to the Greg and Dan Show After Party. I'm your host, Corey Wara. Greg Batten, Dan DiOrio. This is the show Hi. that takes place after the Greg and Dan Show. There's always right. a party, and the yes. guys finally found out about it, so I have to invite them now. All right. Uh, I want to get right to what I'm drinking because I started uh, yesterday doing this. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It goes back to a vacation that my wife and I took to um, uh, Cancun many, many years ago. Yeah. When we got to the resort and we got to the beach, the kids got all playing in the sand or whatever. Mm-hmm. Bartender came up and said, What would you like to have? And I said, I don't know, you guys have some deal, some special thing that you make? And he goes, yes, we do. And it was called Skip and Go Naked. Uh-huh. And basically what it is is either rum, or, or I'm sorry, either a gin or vodka, in my case, vodka, uh, with a little bit of uh, lemonade, um, bitters, a uh, little bit of a, uh, a sugar, uh, what do you call that, simple syrup mm-hmm. that you got at the bar. Yeah. And then topped with beer and lime juice. Wow. But you top it with beer. Like the, the top yeah. one inch is beer. Wow. Wow, does that taste good. Yeah. Wow. Huh. We almost lost our children. <laughs> Anybody I, seen the kids? Did you end up skipping to the beach naked? No, but man, I'm telling you what, you got to be careful of those things. Oh, they yeah. were like the Long Island iced tea kind of thing. Yeah. Either skip or go na- uh, naked or fall flat on your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm having something that I got imported from Colorado. Uh-oh. It's a, a THC infused Tom Collins. It's called Tommy Chong Collins. <laughs> oh man, I really like that. I like that a lot. By the way, did you see? Uh, he turned eighty-one uh, the other day. Airports have now are allowing some. Forms of THC on planes. I now? thought it was only the medical stuff, wasn't it? No, they extended it out a little bit more to include products. I read this yesterday. I did. I just saw the headline. Oh, okay. Then maybe we are talking about the same thing. And just... I think they should just have a pot. Well, flight here's the here's where you can just they just oh, you order a bong. For instance, in yeah. uh, uh, Los Angeles, no, Las Vegas, mm-hmm. where it's legal. Right? California is too. Yeah. Uh, then, but you go to the airport and you're like. Then there's buckets all over the place. Throw your weed away, you know, and that seems weird. Why didn't they tell you that beforehand? Now, you, can you, if you're a local resident, sit and just take it out of the bucket? That's what I wonder. <laughs> how, who gets that? Yeah, who gets that? Who gets that? They don't. I wouldn't think they'd destroy it. I wouldn't hope they. Would. I can. Can you stand outside the airport with a sign going, "Give me your weed"? <laughs> I'll give you five dollars for it. Yeah. The um, yeah, really like scalping tickets. The. Got any weed? It's going to all change. Yeah. Because, oh yeah, because you're getting a, you're not hurting anybody, and you're not smuggling anything. You bought uh, uh, five joints in Vegas or whatever, and you're bringing yeah. them home. Yeah. So what? If, but, you're, if you're coming well, to a could, federally, could be, I know it's the federal thing. Yeah. Could it yeah. be? Yeah, a limit like you have on booze coming back from Jamaica, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> duty free, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So hypothetically, if all the states legalized weed, but it was still not legal federally is that possible yeah i think it's possible i I don't know what the feds are doing that seems so dumb it is so antiquated well it's it when we get to a point where it tips the scale where a majority have right and 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 the state police are like whatever you can go i read this the other day i have i just read it so i don't i didn't research it so i don't know if it's true 
but uh, mega gazillionaire John D. Rockefeller back in the day, right, in the 20s or whatever it was, he was one of the big guys, right, that he was responsible for making hemp and uh, uh, all of that illegal because it was infringing on his booze and or pharmaceutical yeah. interests. I heard that, too. Oh. That he's, he's really, if there is a guy that made it happen, it's him. And he directed uh, Reefer Madness. <laughs> yeah, have you ever seen that movie? No, I haven't. Oh my gosh, dude, you got to do it. <laughs> oh, Reaper yeah. Madness is a movie that came out propaganda style mm-hmm. in the fifties. Yeah, maybe it was early fifties, maybe yeah. uh, about how crazy you'd be if you. Oh, smoked it, it, it has oh, people it smoking pot and then like becoming zombies and like eating yeah. people's faces. And <laughs> oh, <laughs> it is, it is just crazy. And it worked apparently. Yeah. Oh yeah, and having sex with jazz musicians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys know Seth Rogen, the actor? I know Seth Rogen, the actor. I like Seth Rogen, Yeah, he's a good guy. He's I, starting to change a lot on his whole persona that he's always been kind of the stoner guy. Yeah. He's starting to be more the leading guy. But, but no, go ahead. I was going to say, he's got a new movie out, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, The Long Shot. Is any it's good? Called? It's supposed to be really good. It looks good. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm sorry. But on the subject of weed, did you know that he owns a huge weed company up in Canada, and he's just waiting until it becomes legal down here and he's going to move it all down here because canada is now legal yes canada is legal yeah he uh he will be rich i'm I'm curious how many like super rich people are secretly starting stuff like that elsewhere oh, all over so the that they can bring it's it not super fast. it's not super uh rich people there are people in this community in mm-hmm. this city very near us where we sit right now who are investing in all of that oh really yeah. <laughs> I want to, people uh, you know. Yeah. Really? Very quietly cuz it's going to be a it's going to be a, a, a when do you get a chance to be a part of something that's going to explode? True. You, if not very often. Just saying there's an open okay, spot so down if, in our main floor area. Uh if there are people we know they're very near that are doing it, and they own a business, well even though they're invested in it, will they allow their employees to smoke? Oh, none of the people that I know are owning own a business. Okay. None of the people that I know that are going that are looking into investing or are investing own businesses. Okay. They're regular working people. Wow. Oh, wow. So it's kind of like the boat. Very much like uh, Corey. You you missed this because you were just a kid. But back when the Paradise first came to Peoria, yeah, uh, there were local investors in that. Yeah. There were local people who put. Significant it, amount of money. Well, you had to have some serious. And there money. are people who like put in just ten grand. Okay, yeah. I think they got back three, four hundred thousand off of that, or something oh, like that. To some crazy number. Well, I'm ready to invest. Let's do this. All and right. they made a lot of money. I yeah. really want to work with my mom to open a weed bakery. When, oh uh, my! Your gosh. mom, and for folks who don't know it, uh, Corey's mom is an award-winning baker. Yeah. And, yeah, well, I mean, that's going to be a thing. Yeah. It is going to be a thing. Do you guys consider weed a herb? I fight with my mother on this all the time. I, I say it is. Yeah, it is. It's yeah, right? Yeah. Wow. No I, opinion, Greg? Well, I'm not educated yeah. enough on herbs. True. I don't yeah. know what an herb I so mean. Do you, do you I don't know why I said true. I mean, obviously, yeah, I know true, your, your history of true, herb knowledge. I know you don't know anything about <laughs> herbs. Answer the phone and go, Hi, welcome to Scones. <laughs> Wait, so what? But uh, what's your mom say? It is. Yeah, she said uh, she never. I don't think she actually gave me an answer. Yeah, she just said it is not an herb, and I'm like, yes, it is. It's an herb. Yeah, looks know. like an herb. Mm-hmm. Well, people call it herb. Yeah, yeah. 
but people call a lot of things things that are not correct. I don't know. Uh, so an herb, uh, give me another herb, Danny, uh, like basil. 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 Basils. Yeah, okay, those are all herbs. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I guess. It would seem like an herb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Herb-like. Um, in about half an hour, we're going to be hearing from Robert Mueller. Oh, the Mueller report. So this gets posted about report. noonish. So uh, I want to hear your guys' opinion. What do you think is going to happen? And we'll compare after. I think that he will set the record straight about what he said, and in doing so, will make everybody who has interpreted it wrong. Yeah, me too. Everybody, both sides. And I hope that uh, um, he focuses on the seriousness of Russia's effort, because that's what it all started as, did it not? Correct. I want to know... I am really, really worried about that, mm-hmm. that Russia's influence on, on us and why they're so wanting to mess around with our election system is something we should all be furious about. Mm-hmm. I want to know that, too, Danny. But I do think I, he'll say a bunch of stuff that the White House will go, oh, he's a Democrat. And the, <laughs> and the Democrats will go, oh, he's, he's a Republican. Or, in a strange twist, he announces that he's an undercover Russian agent. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he's like Slugsworth that was on Willy yeah, Wonka. exactly. He's, he kind of looks like that guy yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Are it, At the end of the day, are any of us, is anyone going to be a winner when they walk away from this? I don't know, but I will tell you this, because in that book by Michael Hayden I'm reading, he's a former CIA NSA director, he said that that guy is just, he's stone. He goes, when you meet with him, it's expressionless. That must be creepy. Yeah. Uh, that must be He'll really creepy. He'll just look at you, and he goes, he doesn't has no emotion when he talks. Uh, dude, we're, we're, uh, we're, I am beyond the place of being hopeful that we can ever, uh, we, collectively we, mm-hmm. look at the other side and go, yeah, uh, we made a mistake. Sorry. We're not going to do that anymore. We will not make, uh, we will not admit mistakes. What do you think the cause of that? Um, it's complicated. I, I would say social media. I think I think social media has, has caused it to explode. Mm-hmm. I think we were doing it way before that. I think media in general. The I, well, I told you my theory. Yeah. Uh, I hate to bore people with it again. My theory is the ESPN sports theory. ESPN uh, came along how many years ago, Danny? Thirty something like that. Yeah, at least. Uh, and ESPN said, "Hey, we're going to have this twenty-four hour news channel about sports. Mm-hmm. We're going to do everything." Well, in order to cover sports for 24 hours, you got to start doing all kinds of weird stuff, and you got to get people interested. So you have panels of guys discussing the nuances of of shot dramas puts. and heroes. Yeah, and there's all yeah they they create villains and heroes and and because if you look at the, the the big sports shows now, it's Colin Cowherd who he'll admit he goes, look, it's opinion. Yeah. It's entertainment opinion right. and, and Stephen so, A. Smith and people like that. And so what happened is the news people looked at that model, which was very successful, and replicated it. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, all right, 24-hour news. We'll have panels of people. Yep. So you've got to have evil people and, and uh, mm-hmm. heroes. And so you pick a side. And so both sides of the – unfortunately, it irritates me, too, that we just have a Republican and Democratic side. Yeah. Why don't we have an, a, a third side, a fourth side, a fifth side? Yeah. Where's all those people? And and uh, we've decided, uh, we've not decided, the powers that run it have decided that we're only playing the game from a Republican-Democratic side. Yeah. Oh. And the other side's always going to be wrong. Yeah. And we keep it scored every thing. People, In a game, we can't win. People forget, and this is an important point, 
people, for, people think Trump created this. He did not. Because about 20 years ago, there was someone who was far more evil, far more boisterous, far more arrogant, far more mean-spirited than Trump will ever be. And his name was James Carville, and he was brilliant. Remember him? Yeah. He'd be on a panel. If, if you were across from him on a show, he would yell at you and just scream, scream you down. At he you. wouldn't let you talk. It the, was a game. But the it was mouth a game. of the South. Yeah. But it was a game. Uh -huh. And his, he was married to a woman on the other side of the aisle. Yeah, island. I knew that. Mary and, and, and they both admit, look, we're just, it's just a game. Oh, but he was good at it. He was the best. Oh, he was really good at well, it. Well, is some of the fault on us, the people, for not sure. looking into stuff? No, I, oh, yeah. But here's the deal. The, the problem that you can't fix is because it's so multi-layered. Yeah. You can't and, fix this because... Everybody's involved, and we're lazy. And we're yeah. lazy. And we're lazy. That, that's the key point. I yeah. do. I cover a lot of tech news, and it just really seems like our downfall with a lot of things is that we are lazy. Yeah, so so lazy. Yeah. Uh, let's hit some questions. What is the most useless skill you learned in high school? Trigonometry. German. Yeah, I. Uh, well, I, I didn't take advantage of French. Uh, well, I'm glad of that. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I was so I remember vividly having a sit down with my freshman counselor when you're picking your classes, uh -huh. and the and the advice I was given was German was the best way to go, uh, Spanish was nothing, French was for girls, really, Latin was uh, an antiquated, and German uh, Germany was most closely aligned to the United States as far as our industrial complex we were wow. very much like us and take german that'll be the, the 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 language of the future wow that guy could not have been farther from the truth <laughs> yeah. now are you saying the uh what what i learned or what class i took that was a waste of time useless skill that you learned i was gonna say you know jim was a waste yeah. uh boy i i really um you learned a skill in, in gym about how to not wash your outfit for several weeks and yeah. still get by with it. Yeah, that's I did. true. Uh, I would have to say, uh, the, the, well, I don't know. I think the uh, thing that uh, I, I uh, dissecting a dead frog, there's yeah. no reason mm, I need no, that. No, not really. Now, uh, can I go Which back I, to the uh, the smelly clothes for a second? Yeah. Oh, you probably didn't have to do that, did you? Yeah, we did. You had to change clothes? For Jim? Yeah, yep. yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I wow. hated that. I hated Jim. I didn't yep. like changing the clothes thing. I didn't yeah. understand what we yeah. were doing. But I will say that there was a smell oh, that yeah. was unbelievable because many of us, I'm not going to say I wasn't guilty. Yeah. You just forget to take it home. And it would be in that locker for two or three weeks, yeah. sweaty and everything. I hated oh, that whole thing. Oh, you got to stop your day. You got to change. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, and, and, and uh, to quote Woody Allen, I don't like showering with men of my yeah. gender. Did you have to take showers? No, no showers. We, we had showers. the option, you could, yeah. but yeah. no one was. Did you have communal showers or private yeah. showers? Yeah, and then I was a sweater, so even if I took a shower, oh, I would sweat for three off. hours. Yeah, no. yeah. After you uh, start the sweat, oh, so even I, if yeah. you took a shower, you're not keeps it I would say that you yeah. guys had it better with the smelly clothes because we had the creation of the worst thing on the planet which was axe body spray and that <laughs> stuff would fill the locker room it was a haze when you walked uh, yeah. in there did you see the story I, I, I saw the headline today i didn't click on it yeah some kid was in a coma and one of his buddies came over and he was covered in axe body spray and it woke him up wow 
You see that? No, I didn't. That's the only headline I got. That's, that's so all true, I, though. That's all I got from that. I uh, The reason I joined football is my friend wanted me to join football my freshman year, and I'm like, I don't know. He goes, but if you join football, you don't have to take gym. I'm like, okay. I'm in. I'm in. I had I'm to in. take an extra class. To not to get out of Jim. Uh, Jim. Yeah. Now I didn't dis. I didn't not like Jim. I kind of liked Jim. The mm-hmm. stuff we did, I always thought was fun. Uh, the one that always killed me was swimming. Yeah. Because oh, we didn't Pe- have to swim in Pekin. The you swam. They didn't have a pool at the at the high school. And when you were a freshman and sophomore, the, the the campus for freshmen and sophomores was about five blocks away from the YWCA. Yeah. And so for gym class, you not only had to change your clothes, and you had to walk down to the Y. <laughs> you had to walk to the Y, uh-huh. get out of your clothes, get in the pool, swim for a while, and then, and then get back out, dry off, put your clothes back on, and walk several blocks back to the school. Huh. It was ridiculous. Was Especially it in winter. It was winter? terrible in the wintertime. Oh, my oh, yeah. Your hair was frozen. Yeah. Yep. Oh. I have two other uh, uh, swimming stories. The the swimming teacher when I was in Pekin High School, mm-hmm. the swimming coach, the head yeah. swimming coach, couldn't swim and was afraid of the water. <laughs> How he ever got to be coach, I don't know. Second, uh, if you uh, took swimming classes in suburban Chicago back in the same day that Dan and I were in high school, I'm surprised you didn't have swimming. No. Oh, so your age wouldn't have done that, or you wouldn't have done that. But they, the, the boys and girls didn't swim together, and nor did we either. Mm. But the, the, the boys would swim naked. What? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it is mind-boggling. Yeah, the boys would swim naked. And if you talk to any guy my age yeah. who grew up in Chicago and went to school there, yeah. you ask him about swim class, and they will tell you that. It Why? Was, well, I don't know. What was the... I don't know. Oh, That's man. That's the weirdest thing If that ever. happened today... Oh, would... my God. We'd oh, have a riot. Yeah. Yeah. We'd oh, shut the gosh. school down. Holy that is freaky. Do you want to do a couple more? Uh, you yeah, want to go ra- one more. One go more. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what impossible situation do you often fantasize about? Like I, I dream about flying all the time. That is something I daydream about too, all the time. I dream about, and this is going to be something that Dan is actually close to, because he has skills that I do not possess. I dream of sitting on a bar stool in a small club with an acoustic guitar and singing songs. Wow. I think about that all the time. I, I, I would like to be able you know, that the whole singer-songwriter, uh, Jim Croce, Harry Chapin, uh, Steve Goodman, all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, man. That, that is one of my biggest, that will never happen, but that is one of my biggest We should make a things. show about fantasies and making them real. So we'll have you do that. We'll have an episode where I go skydiving. But, dude, like you know how long it's going to take me to learn how to play guitar? Nah, well, that's uh, <laughs> You could YouTube nah, it. not that long. Yeah, um, yeah I will. <laughs> I, when I used to remember my dreams, the one predominant dream I had, and I, and I felt the ses- sensation when I was dreaming, that I could levitate. Ooh, cool. Like just a little bit, or yeah, or yeah, I would be off the ground. Would you be standing or sitting while you're levitating? Uh, it Lotus didn't matter, position? but I could get up and fl- move. Oh, levitating. just like a little, not like flying, flying. Just no. lev- just slide around yes. the room. That'd be awesome, man. Yeah, you start doing that, I'm freaking out. <laughs> I thought you... he was going to say a fantasy where there's no forms anymore. Oh, that would be formless society. Formless society. Dan, welcome to formless. It's just numbers on paper. It's just numbers on paper. It's just theory. Number uh, money is just theory. Yeah, but when you're paying for college, it's that's no, a it's big theoretical. P- it's just it's just a th- 
This is a theoretical situation, Danny. It's not really happening. It's a big piece of paper. 